you may have realized that being healthy feels different than it did in the past now that you're over 50. If you want to maximize your health potential but don't have time to read through overwhelming pages of Google links, this is the show for you. Welcome to Healthy Tips After 50. We love doing the research, finding solutions, talking to health experts, and learning what works and what doesn't. Now, your host. She spent the last 25 years dedicated to feeling her best and is here to share her best findings with you, Susan Rosen. Hi, this is your host, Susan Rosen. Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about martial arts. And the reason that I had that as the subject today is because I was thinking actually myself of looking into trying to do some um, Tai Chi after I get out of my sling with my uh, collarbone hopefully healed. And I saw this article, I thought it was really interesting, in the UC Berkeley Wellness Letter. They were talking about how martial arts are a good way to kind of, the way they put it, quote unquote, to kickstart your workouts. And they were talking about the many different kinds of martial arts, how some of them are a little more um, explosive and, and technical, that others use swords or other weapons. So I'm not sure I would be real interested in doing that. But I thought the whole article was kind of interesting, and so I thought I would talk about it today. They started out by saying that you don't really need to be Jackie Chan or Jean-Claude Van Damme uh, followers, who have been in a lot of uh, martial arts movies. I'm sure some of you have seen some of them over the years. They talked about how all of the martial arts originated as ancient combat techniques that they involve technical and often, as I said, explosive moves such as kicks, punches, and throws, and how some types use swords or other weapons. But one of the things they also talk about is how practitioners really boost their strength, agility, balance, power, reflexes, flexibility, and cardiovascular endurance, which is pretty much across the board. There are not many other sports even that give you that kind of a varied, I guess, um, place to improve so many different areas of your, uh, your health and your exercise. So they're saying that equally important as the fighting and technical aspects of martial arts are the mental and spiritual components and that they focus on improving concentration and controlling emotions and negative thinking and ultimately transcending the ego and its mental traps. So that is, is their, um, that's their wording. They give kind of a... a sampler, what they call a sampler of different styles, and just give a little overview of each one. Um, The first one is karate, which uh, originated in Okinawa, Japan. 
and that has a lot of different styles of self-defense, kicks, punches, and open-handed chops. Um, they also are talking a little bit about how they have different levels of ranking, which is fairly common in martial arts. They also were saying that it, um, it has different color belts, which I think we're all familiar with as well, with black representing the highest level. Next, they talk about jujitsu, Aikido, and Judo, which also were developed in Japan. Jiu-Jitsu, it turns out, which I didn't know, is a forerunner of both Aikido and Judo. Um, all three involve grappling, where you fight in close proximity to your opponent, lots, that they have lots of body contact, um, you use throws and holds, and most of the fighting is on the ground. And they're saying that Aikido actually doesn't use kicking and has less use of hand strikes than jiu-jitsu. The practitioner does a lot of turning and pushing, and I think we've seen a lot of that, albeit probably in the, um, in the movies. But they um, also say that the practitioner uses a lot of turning and pushing movements those are accompanied by joint locks in which you immobilize your opponent by bending a joint such as an elbow or knee to its maximum range of motion. That does not sound comfortable. And they finish this part talking that judo emphasizes throws and pinning the opponent to the ground. So the next one is kung fu. And that is a Chinese martial art as opposed to the Japanese one which again, I'm sure we've all probably seen in, um, in the Kung Fu movies or the Kung Fu TV show. Um, I know I'm dating myself here, but I've already told everybody that I'm not a youngster. So Kung Fu has, turns out, I didn't realize this, several hundred fighting styles. Um, and they all involve different kinds of things, jumps and flips and kicks and different kinds of moves. The idea is to be aggressively forceful, that um, you don't want to, um, you, you don't want to be, I'm not saying this very good, am I? Um, okay, so they don't, or they do encourage the yielding model in some of them where you use the attacker's force against him or her. And that some schools emphasize a focus on relaxation and visualization techniques, which I guess also kind of goes along with the Kung Fu movies. Um, this next one, Capoeira, is a Brazilian martial art. And, and there are a lot of Capoeira studios and places that teach that and do that. I had no idea. I knew it was Brazilian, but I didn't know it was originally developed by Angolan slaves who disguised their self-defense moves as dance. Um, and yes, I have seen this acrobatic, and it has flips, punches, and kicks. But I didn't know where that historically where that came from. 
Another one is Krav Maga, which actually, it turns out, the Israeli Defense Force developed. I didn't know that either. So it means battle combat in Hebrew. Hmm. It um, mostly focuses on hand-to-hand -hand combat, and there's some grappling, wrestling, and hand strikes involved in it. It also teaches you how to use um, objects that you would find in, ev in every day in the environment. Um, a tree branch, a garbage can lid, um, things like that to use to fend off an attacker. And supposedly you learn how to do that even with someone who's much larger and heavier than you are. Um, okay, the next one is a Korean martial art, Taekwondo. Again, probably something that most people are familiar with. And it emphasizes kicking, um, has a few hand strikes, joint locks, throws, and punches. But mostly they emphasize kicking. The last one is Tai Chi, which I mentioned at the beginning is the one that I'm considering doing. I did it many, many years ago. But I think that this would be very appropriate for uh, my situation at this point. So it's also known as Tai Chi Chuan. And it's a Chinese martial art, which involves, and this is a good way to describe it, choreographed slow motion postures. Um, there are some forms of it that use a sword or, or other kinds of weapons. I'm not planning on learning that kind. Historically, I guess they say that Tai Chi started when a Chinese monk saw the fluid movements of a crane fending off a snake and combined the graceful movements with Taoist breathing techniques. And so that's how they came up with Tai Chi, which is, again, very interesting. Okay, so now that we've gone through all of that, and it's already been nine minutes, I tried not to make these too long. Um, they, in this article, they do talk about, before you start chopping and kicking, um, and it says that you have to be careful, um, if, especially if you're older. A lot of these have some risk of injury, um, more so when you're doing sparring or if you're in close contact with an opponent. They also talk about how if you're older or have health problems, you really ought to check with your doctor before you start taking some of these classes. I don't think that that really applies to the tai chi, tai chi, but probably to a lot of the rest of these. Um, yeah, there we go. It says, for many older people, tai chi, with its gentle movements and lack of physical contact, is a good option because it's easier on joints, yet has many of the same physical benefits as other martial arts, quote-unquote. Um, it goes through then and starts talking about where you can find these classes and I'm sure that everybody pretty much knows that. There are some health, cl health clubs that have them. Um, mine doesn't, but it's a fairly small health club. I'm not even sure I call it a club. Um, but there are a lot of them. I know that the community centers um, give classes in it. That's where I took it before. And there are a lot of, um, you know, smaller martial arts places that, that actually 
teach a lot of these different ones out of one place. So that's also something that you could um, look at. And you can usually go in and try it out for a few sessions and then um, decide whether you want to keep going or not. Again, that's what I did, and actually I didn't end up doing it for all that long. Um, life kind of intervened, as they say. It was many years ago, and I used to do a lot of, a lot of traveling for my job at that point. So the other part that I found really interesting here were it goes through all of the health benefits that have been documented for all of these. Um, it says that the best studied is probably Tai Chi, which would make a lot of sense, and how it can improve balance and coordination. And it ends up including in people with Parkinson's disease, which is really interesting. Um, I don't, I know, I think I may have mentioned before that my father had Parkinson's, but I don't think Tai Chi is one of the things that my mother ever tried taking him to. Might have been interesting. Um, it also helps with memory and sleep, again, Tai Chi, and also reduces anxiety, depression, falls, that's the one I want, and knee, back, and other types of chronic pain. Okay, so then they go in a little more detail about some different um, studies that were done. There was a 2014 review paper in the journal Societies. I didn't even know there was one. Um, they analyzed four studies um, with 112 people over age 40, okay, that's us, who participated in Taekwondo or Karate. So those are a little more strenuous ones. It says, despite some methodology problems, all the studies found improvements in balance and the ability to stand longer on one leg as well as in reaction time. Well, that's not surprising. For fall reduction, there was a 2016 study in the Journal of the American Geriatric Society showing that older adults with recent injuries from falls were randomized to either take Tai Chi classes or do leg strengthening exercises for six months. Turns out those in the Tai Chi group um, were significantly less likely to fall and significantly less likely to be injured if they did fall. That sounds like my kind of group. There was also a 2017 analysis of 10 clinical trials in the same journal that found that older people who did Chai Chi one to three times a week had a 43% reduction in falls within three to six months compared to usual care or other interventions. Again, um, um, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna check it out. They also found cognitive improvements. There was a 2016 study in the Journal of Sport and Health Science. They had 89 older women and men who were randomly assigned to one of three groups. One group practiced karate twice a week. Another group did traditional fitness activities twice a week, including running and strength training. And the third, which was the control group, continued their normal activities. So they went back and 
looked at him after having been on this for five months. Interestingly, they found that of the three, the only group that showed any improvement in attentiveness, reaction time, and mental resilience under stress was in the karate group. So what they did, which is also kind of funny, um, their mental resilience was measured using a computer test in which users had to react to rapidly changing colors and sounds. So they go on to say it's not clear why karate was better than the other types of exercise, but the authors speculated that its specific blend of aerobics, balance, and coordination may have a particularly beneficial effect on the brain. Hmm. Well, maybe I'll try that out. I just, you know, with my, with my uh, history, I'd probably end up hurting myself doing that. But we'll see. Maybe not. Maybe that's, maybe that's exactly what I should do. Okay, so that's it for today's information. Um, I hope you found it interesting. I also hope you found it valuable. Um, maybe it will get some people who are listening to go out and explore some kind of a martial arts program, or maybe somebody who's already in it, in one, will stay, which would be good. Um, as I always say at the end of my podcast, I am not a doctor, and please don't Understand this as any kind of medical advice. If you have any particular problems or things that you need help with, I would suggest you go see your own doctor and discuss with him or her what the issues are that you have and maybe what some solutions might be. But in the meantime, if you are up for it, Go look into doing some kind of martial arts or just get out and start exercising because we all know that that makes life better for everyone. And even if it takes a little while to kind of get up to speed, even if it's just going out for a walk, um, that's what's important. Okay, so that's it. I hope that you all have a good day whenever it is that you listen to this. And I will talk to you all next week. This has been Healthy Tips After 50 with Susan Rosen. To stay on the cutting edge of the most effective health strategies, subscribe to this podcast and let us know what you thought of the show with a comment or like on iTunes. Visit HealthyTipsAfter50.com for this episode's show notes, more resources, and free offers.